Brent. Hello. I need your help with something. Don't think about it. Look around okay. your room. I need an item in your room right now. Give me a name of an item in your room. My Nards. Nards. Wow. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a weird item. I, I'm. More... I just happen to have them with me today. So. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I meant more like an item around you, though. There's something on a shelf or a shelf, a desk, a chair. Don't think about it. Quick, big microphone. Microphone. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I need. No, you my to microphone me. has nards as well. I got truck nuts from my mic. Is that okay? <laughs> are those new? <laughs> yeah, they are new. Yeah. You can't even hear them. That's really good though. Oh, it's yeah. They're There's... very quiet. I, I got them on. I got a silencer with them. <laughs> oh, they're they're podcasting nards. <laughs> yeah. <Those guys. laughs> It's going to be this kind of show already. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. All right. So uh, this is the show open. People don't know our outtakes yet, but mm-hmm. give me a color. Uh, Steven, what do you say we just go with yellow? Oh, I man. don't know why, weird. but let's go with yellow. Totally weird. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Give me an old teacher's name. Any teacher you had growing up. Old teacher's name. Maybe uh, a favorite? Miss, Mrs. Craft. Mrs. Craft. What a yes. good name. All right. Now give me a cartoon character that you like. Any cartoon character. Uh, any cartoon? A uh, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. All mm-hmm. right. Now, Brent, mm-hmm. tell me a story. Oh. No, wait. We don't have time for that. Okay. Tell me you love me. Oh, I love you. Thank you. But mm-hmm. tell me you love me in a mm-hmm. filthy way that Darkwing Duck would say it. Steven, I'm going to put your nards in my duckbill <laughs> beak and just gargle them shits <laughs> until we both nut. Wow. Brent, uh-huh. if Mrs. Kraft could hear you now, she would be yellow in the face. <laughs> She would take that mic, and I don't even want to say what she would do with it. And mm-hmm. if Darkwing Duck could hear you right now, mm-hmm. I think he'd be proud, as am I. We're doing it. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. <laughs> what a way to go. The audience doesn't know. I know it's like very, very soon into the episode. Uh, we normally record the outtakes before the beginning mm. of the show. We're merely six minutes into this oh entire God, recording, so and this is how this is how things are going, you know? Already, we're I think it's off the rails. Good. It's good. It yeah. is off the rails in a good way. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Um, I wanted to come up with something, you know, fun to open the show. And uh, that was a that was a, a Mad Libs. You know? I just made it up on the spot. Oh, that wonderful. was completely. I, I didn't write any of that down. I, there's no way I could have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna have a good show today. We're uh, we've had so, so much. My, my first thing I wanted to mention is mm-hmm. a little mini topic before we get into our lots of. Many topics, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, something to mention is that uh, whew, we made it through November. We did. Wow, that was, was a lot. That was a lot. Like for the listeners, they don't even know. Right? You, know? <laughs> you said like, that kind of like uh, Batman. They don't even know. They don't even know. Where's the detonator? <laughs> you know? Get rid of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like for for the the listeners. Uh, it's just, they, they tune in every Tuesday on the dot, mm-hmm. you know, appointment listening as, right. as we all know, people don't listen later, later in the, the week and really delay the, the numbers coming in and <laughs> big podcast gets get mad at us and we, we get emails from Sarah. She's very upset. Oh but, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it's just a, another episode, but, uh, all of the, uh, quote unquote booking of guests that leads up to it Ooh. and like, oh, who would work for this specific topic and all right. of that stuff. It's a, uh, it's a lot, you it's know, lot. especially when you, you've got a, a specific time frame to do all this. And then the holiday was in there and then we're going to be out of town. And right. then, yeah, it was just a, a lot of juggling, but I will say that none of that stress ever came from the guests. They were always oh, yeah. 100% on board immediately. And, improving and they the were show. happy to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. That was less shit <laughs> that we had to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot of prep work to get there. 
Yes. And then once they're there, it's a fun ride. But uh, it, it's certainly tiring, and it, it, it stretched over November into December or or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. So joke simber, joke simber. Sorry, mm-hmm. my apologies. Mm-hmm. But um, yes. yeah, and so uh, it was a good time though. I uh, I feel like we we kind of Batman everything to death. I know that you and I had talked about maybe hitting the Nolan verse another time. Yeah. Uh, I feel kind of like after we watch the MCU or the DCEU movies right now, like I'm mm-hmm. just like kind of burn out on all of it, but I've even tried to pick <laughs> up some comics, some Batman comics lately. And I'm like, I just, it's a little too much. I just can't I'll yeah. come back to you. Uh, but mm-hmm. I feel like maybe next year we'll hit that up with the Nolan verse. I'd be curious to, to review those as well and maybe get some of those guests back for more opinions. But uh, mm-hmm. It was certainly fun, man. So absolutely. Absolutely. So it. thank you to all of the guests who came on the show um people totally. are gonna like look up the the shows it, like their names are in the episode yeah. They, yeah you know who you are i uh, forgot who they were so <laughs> yeah. you look it up i don't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. kim oh, jong-un thank you <laughs> we appreciate it elon musk you're much appreciated it is, it, well and kim jong's sister kim jong dose yes of course uh, yeah she was lovely yeah. Uh, absolutely don't yeah. forget her <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i uh, the next thing i wanted to mention was uh that i i was fooled fooled last oh week. my god and i have to make a correction if, mm. if we we have joked on the podcast for what is this two 281 something like that episodes? 281 yes 281 we've we've joked for nearly the entire time about how wikipedia is infallible and like whatever Mm-hmm. Uh, I use it as a resource a lot because it's generally really good. And then 100%, yeah. last week when we did Joker and it got to the writers, I was I was like, there's a third writer's name. And it was really confusing to me. And I kept trying to say it. I don't know if you remember this. I said mm-hmm. it's like Diffid Powis Police. I was like, I don't, it says it's Welsh. I don't know. And I just got scared and I, I went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I checked it again that that night. It was still there. I wish I would have taken a photo of it. Um, I looked at it later when I had real time. And uh, it is a uh, a Welsh police service, and oh. I don't know why it got added to the writers of the Joker movie, but I felt like fucking Ron, Ron Burgundy. I really just started reading. I was like, yeah, this is a person <laughs> whose last name is Police. He's Welsh, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is a real thing. I don't know why. And if you look at it now, the Joker Wikipedia, it's gone. So hilarious. It got me. Did man. you know the Joker movie was produced by come well <laughs> fuck shit Titty come? It's weird. Strange. I Never think, knew that. Yeah. I think I've seen her in something. I yeah, I've seen her a couple of times. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um Brave yeah. Little Toaster, she did a voice of this one. Uh, but yeah, I really I was like, I felt so dumb afterwards. I was like, man, that really fucking got me. And it shook me for a little bit. I, I remember that episode, I was like it rattled me for a little bit and i was like i had to get my bearings back almost i'd be like what just happened i was blindsided yeah. uh, you had yeah. mentioned that on the episode and uh, mitch was on with us and i was like should i look this up and i was like nah steven has it like i didn't even <laughs> I, just abandoned I was so me. close to like looking it up and, and confirming that for you but it's, obviously i'll take your word for it yeah. i feel like it would have gotten worse in the moment i would have panicked even more so i'm glad we just moved on but I, i'm glad i could also you know, come back to this now. So, yeah, uh, that's all I wanted to say on that front. So, uh, what okay. do you say we get into, uh, all we're doing today is a pop culture catch up after all the yes. Vimbat stuff. We just, there was too many themes. Sometimes you, you rack up a lot of other stuff though. And, uh, I'm certainly curious to hear what you've been up to Brent. So, uh, what do you got going on, man? Oh my God. Uh, I, I really should have been more prepared for this. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> um, tell you what, 
uh, let's go ahead and let's let's go back a little bit. So I want to talk about the Apple TV Plus movie Luck. It's an animated movie, hmm. and uh, you know, anytime we talk about Apple TV Plus stuff, it's always been like a high caliber quality show or movie or whatever the case. And I like I if you buy a new Apple like like a, an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac or something like that. They give you a free year's worth of Apple TV plus I've gone beyond that. And I'm actually like paying for the service oh, now yeah. at this point because I just think it's so quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie came out called luck again, it's animated and it's about a, uh, a, a human woman who is very unlucky. She comes across a black cat, uh, who, um, runs like a, a, luck he he operates from like some imaginary themed world okay <laughs> <Not a gangster>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he operates a brothel i've never seen it i don't know it's wild it's wild it's, for an animated movie it's crazy but you know i did masturbate but so uh anyway she she follows him back to his like dimension where luck is created and divvied out amongst our world and whatnot gotcha. and it's like a cute little movie but uh that said i thought the animation was uh just okay you know is mm-hmm. not as good as it could have been or maybe should have been with you know what we see in like disney and pixar i know those are extremes but even like dreamworks and some warner brothers animated movies have better character designs and right. uh just better overall animation you know mm-hmm. moves a little bit more smoothly and whatnot squash and stretch in full effect but uh, I think it was fine, you know, uh, just not a, a whole lot to say about it. Gotcha. Uh, but I will say that there is a point in the movie where there's a rabbit drone covered in shit. Oh, OK. Like, yeah. So, so some pluses. If you know, Apple TV pluses. <laughs> uh, so if that's something that you're looking for in your entertainment. <laughs> hey, you know what? Have you got at it. You. Got you it. Know? Awesome. Uh, what else? Um, uh, speaking of Apple TV plus, uh, we started watching that new movie Spirited. With Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. I'm curious about that. Yeah, it's like a Christmas movie. I'm surprised you I, watched it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, my wife Your is wife. into Christmas. You know, right. she's, you know, something's not right in the brain. Uh, <laughs> and I'm the one who had the brain bleed. But she, you know, she likes Christmas. And I thought, well, you know what? There's this new movie. And I see it advertised almost right. constantly. It's Apple TV Plus. So, you know, it's got to be quality. So we turned it on, you know, over the weekend. And we made it about eh, 30 minutes into it. And we were like, I, I can't. I just, mm. I just can't, Both can't of you? do it. Both of us. Oh, yeah. wow. It was, Interesting. It's a, a musical. Yeah, I thought it to was. To the nth degree. Like, right. I, I expected some music in it, but it's almost all musical. Mm. No, I can't. It's I can't. like everything the characters say is musical. Is that is that kind of one all, of those things? Almost everything. Right. Like, every chance this movie gets to be musical, it is. Mm-hmm. So if that's something you're into, then maybe this movie's for you. I, I uh, think I'm going to love it. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> You might. Uh, I I know you you uh, like Ryan Reynolds well enough. I do. What about, I, to, yeah. what about Will Ferrell? Do you like him? Oh, a big Will Ferrell guy. He's one of my favorite yeah. SNL characters ever, or like you know members, whatever cast members. Um, okay. So yeah, the two of them together, I think, is pretty good. And then um, I, I that's what I thought when you started mentioning it. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a musical. And then you got to that part, and I was like, Oh yeah, you fucking hate it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a shot. You, you know? certainly did. That's I, I was good. willing to. I was absolutely minutes. willing to. Um, the Do you know what the story's about? I know. Yeah, basically, it's like the Scrooge type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but updated. Uh, but I, I I've heard there's like a, a kind of I, the way I heard it was almost like a Monsters Inc. sort of. Uh, play on it 
a little bit yeah. i guess from um, what i've seen anyway yes right mm-hmm. where it's kind yeah. of like there's like a an organization behind how this all works or whatever yes not unlike the apple tv movie luck so <laughs> if there's something about apple where it's like we've got a secret dimension we have to go to the human world and right futz around a little bit you know hey guys leave us alone all right yeah we're fucking yeah. shit up on our own okay <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we got a gun in every every man woman and child's hands mm-hmm. all right we're, we're working on it 100 percent. now if you'll leave me be i have to dunk this <laughs> rabbit drone in some shit you get to Money, see it please. it's crazy yeah it's the craziest <laughs> craziest thing i've seen in an animated movie in quite a while man that's All pretty right. great Steven, what about you? What have you been watching? All right, man. So I've had this one on my list forever, and it's gotten to the point where I'm like, I didn't mention this, did I? But I might have, so who knows? So I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, we watched a movie a while ago called Do Revenge on Netflix. Do Revenge. Okay. Yeah, terrible name. Um, Netflix has a, uh, a problem with it, I feel, sometimes. But um, I liked the people in it enough, so we watched it. It has Camilla Mendez. She's um, from Riverdale. Um, oh. Right? And then it has Maya Hawk, who's from everything now but like stranger things and uh she's ethan hawk and uma thurman's daughter and oh yeah that's right? right so uh robin from stranger things so um it's essentially a strangers on the train sort of scenario where they are both at school together like at a private school and they both have something they want the other like they have a revenge they want on someone but they're like they'll get caught if, it, if they do it so they trade revenges they they're like if you do my revenge i'll do your revenge is kind of the, oh. the do revenge of it all um, okay. and, uh, yeah, it was, it looked like it was going to be good enough. I liked them so much from other things that I was like, that alone is going to, you know, get me in there or whatever. But, um, then when I started watching it, we were like, it, it took a little bit for us to get into it about 30 minutes, but once it, it hit and you kind of realized the tone and the, the structure of it, the comedy of it, it was like, it really clicked and I really, really liked it. Amanda and I both really liked it. And then I looked up what else the filmmaker had done and her name is Jennifer Caton Robinson. And turned out her last movie was one of my favorite Netflix movies called Someone Great. Um, that is about three women who, like, one's going through a breakup and then they um, all kind of hang out. It has uh, Gina Rodriguez, Brittany Snow, and DeWanda Wise in it. Like, Keith Stanfield's in it. Um, and it's just, like, this really, like, good kind of uh, sad kind of rom-com, kind of chick-com or whatever. But I just like the, the jokes in that one, too. And then I realized, mm-hmm. like, oh, of course, like, she did both of these. She she was a writer and director of them. She also was one of the writers on Thor Love and Thunder, which I know oh. it's hit or miss for people. I haven't seen it yet, but um, still, I think that's pretty high caliber, you know. Um, yeah. And then she wrote another one called Unpregnant, Unpregnant that I've never seen, so I'm not sure about that, but I would check it out. But uh, Do Revenge, mm-hmm. it's really fun. It's silly. Um, it's pretty easy to get through. It's about two hours long, maybe too, a little too long, but um, it has some some cool cool story elements to it and uh, i would highly recommend checking it out um for for them or that director or anything so it's pretty good it is someone great also on netflix yeah it's like a, a netflix exclusive? film yeah oh, exclusive okay. mm-hmm. cool. an nice. exclusive net netflix ski so exclusive that's it got it exclusive 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 how would you spell that? Because I want that to be the title now, but I don't know if I can spell that. Nexclusive. 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 Do your got, best man? to write that down. Uh, yeah. While you're doing that, uh, let me mention, you know what? Fuck it. Let me let me do a trifecta on mine. Uh, I'm going to talk about another Apple TV Plus thing. This one was good. Um, it's called Selena Gomez, colon, <laughs> not, yeah, it's called <laughs> uh, My Mind and Me. So it's a. Oh, Yeah. 
uh, a documentary about her life and her career, her dealing with mental illness and all of this stuff. Uh, yeah. My wife has liked Selena Gomez for a long time. Um, so I've heard uh, quite a bit of her music. Um, but I didn't really know anything about her outside of, you know, whatever show she's on or right. movies or whatever. Like she's in, uh, God, what is the, uh, only murders, only murders in the building. Yeah. On Hulu. Um, so I know her from that <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it was interesting to see that, uh, you know, you hear, uh, celebrities from time to time say, yeah, I'm just like a normal person or whatever. Like sure. I'm in movies or have albums and tour and all this stuff, but really I don't, I don't really like the celebrity of it all. And I felt like that was very much true in this documentary. It seemed, uh, uh seemed consistent with her, her character as a person. So, mm. um, and I thought it was really interesting and, um, it talks about her dealing with, uh, her mental illness and, you know, uh, being bipolar and, you know, how the pandemic came along and just, you know, kind of exacerbated certain things for right. her and whatnot. But, uh, it seems like it left her in a positive place, uh, which is always, good to see whether or not you're uh super into a celebrity or not it's right. it's good to know that there's you know somebody's out there struggling that they've got through the darkness and uh or are on a, a a better path you know for sure uh yeah, I'm, yeah. i totally forgotten i watched that as well uh amanda oh, wanted wow. to watch that because she's a big selena fan selena gomez fan and um yeah yeah it was really interesting she goes back to her hometown for a little bit in it and um like to her old house and yeah. stuff that was interesting i like her i like some of her music a lot it's actually i have some of her songs um on like my favorites playlist that i just like a lot but um i i i can remember are you watching or have you had you finished only murders in the building that's last season season two with her uh that that's also on my list so let's get into it because hey, cool. we finished that too and i totally forgot it's not on my no, list okay. <laughs> yeah fuck it let's right do on. it okay cool we'll do it live <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, only murders in the building season two. Um, I felt like I, I know a lot of people like the first season, and I I think both of us were kind of just like it was it it's was okay, good, but not right, you know, right. we weren't super into it. I thought the second season was better. Uh, mm -hmm. I still don't find myself. Uh, being as drawn to it as other people, totally fine. Right. You know? Same. Not everything is for everyone, but I still like it, and I'll watch the next season. Mm. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I like like this season. What do you think? I was kind of the same way, but I, I don't know that I got better for me. I think parts of it were parts of it. I liked the first story better, and the second one okay. kind of felt felt like not tacked on, but maybe um, kind of like a sequel, <laughs> like a sequel uh, does sometimes, where it's like just kind of rehashing, and it's like you're just kind of here or whatever it's just, like the the mystery of it all was was okay to me um uh I, I was bringing it up also for selena gomez because i, I she's kind of a, has like a, a monotone voice and yeah. it's I, it's fine when i hear her like in her documentary if she's like a real person or other characters i guess but in this one like i find her just very boring in the show yeah and i think it's just because she sounds very bored all the time and it's weird yeah. it's a weird tone in that whole show for me because of that almost but a lot of other uh, the comedy too you know there was an interview with her on ellen degeneres like years ago where um it, it was before i lived in my current house so it was like mm. maybe like six years or so ago and my wife had it on she was watching it and i was like is she okay because right. it seemed like <laughs> like you could tell like she seemed bummed out about something mm -hmm. like she had to go through the process of doing an interview because it's like right. her contract to do so to promote whatever project. But I was like genuinely concerned. I was like, man, is she, she all right. And I think it was around the time that there was like a, a public breakup for her or whatever. So it might, yeah. Um, I mean. 
And uh, and then like when I saw her on the first season of Only Murders in the Building, I was like, she okay still? Like what's, what's going on? Like because <laughs> yeah, she, she okay? seemed, yeah, she seemed like kind of bummed out. Right, but, right. You know, it, it was good to see in the the documentary that she she had a little bit more. Um, vibrance to her totally yeah there yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah it's just interesting but with with the show i just find like the humor it's like it's good mostly it's mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's steve martin and and martin short they're they're great together and everything but mm-hmm. um and other characters involved i, I like too but i just can't I, i'm always like meh whenever it, it was airing amanda and i were watching it and like we realized we had three episodes left and it had finished and we hadn't watched it in a month and we were just like oh we should probably finish that i guess like no, right. <laughs> we were just like whatever the story like the the, the big thing we've been waiting all week or all, all season four it's like whatever mm-hmm. um so we kind of got there and then i wasn't excited about i thought they were going to end it then i wasn't excited for a season three but then fucking paul rudd shows up and i don't know if i can can turn that down so yeah i might I let know. you watch it and tell me if it's any good <laughs> yeah. how about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> steven it was great there was a quantum mania there was a whole thing what? the wasp was there it was wild dude <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> Uh, what else Fantastic. do you have on your end? What do I got? Uh, okay, so I meant to mention this last week, but we've been trying to keep the Batman episodes a lot about Batman or the Joker episode right. about Joker. Um, so I didn't bring up some of these, but um, around Thanksgiving, I watched a movie that I have put off for years, and I can't believe I had never watched it. A big hole in my filmography, but I finally watched the Thanksgiving classic Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <gasps> Wow. You ever seen this I heard about No, they they actually talked about this on an episode of all things of Doughboys. Oh, it was yeah. like their their podcast uh I'm sorry, the Patreon version of their show mm-hmm. where they do like extra shit. But uh they discussed it and I was like I've never seen this movie and Dude. it sounds so fucking good. Oh my god. You should totally check it out. As as anybody knows, like it, again Steve Martin, uh, I don't know why I didn't use that as a segue to get here, but <laughs> <laughs> with steve martin john candy uh i mean classic both of them right classic combo Mm -hmm. both in their prime whatever 1987 uh john hughes movie i'm a huge john hughes fan uh this is just one that i i don't ever remember growing up with like Mm -hmm. i think if i brought it up to my family even they'd be like of course you've seen that like whatever but it wasn't watched as as much as other movies of that era or other john hughes movies um but man i i put it on amanda i think remembered it a little bit more from growing up but she hadn't seen it in years like we don't watch this you know around this time or whatever oh my fucking god i was like doubled over laughing like amanda was like <laughs> concerned good. for me i was it was hard to <laughs> breathe at points the jokes were just like non-stop and it's yeah. so absurd um but god damn it like john candy I mean, both of them are great, but holy fucking shit. And we looked it up afterwards. This was made in 1987. John Candy, if you've ever, if you can picture that movie or him in that movie, uh, just what he looks like or that era or whatever, he's, he's 37 years old. He's my age in that movie. uh, Yeah. And it blows our fucking minds. He looks like he's in his forties. And then, uh, Steve Martin already like, you know, white haired and everything. Like you've always known him. Uh, he was like 42 in that movie yeah uh which mm-hmm. is just wild to me that they're now that we're like basically their ages and i'm like oh this is like what you know this is like our mm-hmm. lives um so anyway i would highly recommend it i don't know why i waited so long it will definitely be in the rotation from now on every thanksgiving uh, i cannot wait to watch it again it was so fucking good and that's uh, awesome yeah I, I, I can't give any more to the hype train to that movie but holy shit yeah hyped any any more to the hype plane that you want to give <laughs> keep walking into that i really honestly didn't mean to do that but i keep walking into planes i guess you know and absolutely. i keep stepping into automobiles there's more to all of it and uh it's great awesome you should watch it i i want to i really do next year man 
Yes, we should. We should do it as a as Let's like see, a Thanksgiving what day episode. What do we does Thanksgiving fall on? Uh, oh yeah, it's always Thursdays here. That's right. I forgot. Um, yeah, and I, I have nothing else that goes with that one, so I'm curious what else you got. Uh, let's let's just flip it all together. Let's talk about some more animation stuff. Mm. Get this shit off the list. Hell yeah. Uh, so. There was a movie that came out, I think it was earlier this year, uh, 2022, called The Bad Guys. Yeah. Does that ring a bell for right. you? It's like um, mm-hmm. some uh, animal, like anthropomorphic animal creatures that uh, perform heists or whatever. And Steven, I fucking love heists, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to stage one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it just seems notes. so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, okay, You're like, number one, be George Clooney. Number two, be animated. Hmm. Oh, fuck. So far, not so good. I'll never be George Clooney. <laughs> Animated or not. Yeah. Just draw black outlines around myself all the time. That sounds good. Uh, but anyways, it's a, it's a heist movie. It's like funny animals, so I'm all in. Uh, the, the main wolf character is voiced by Sam Rockwell. You know? Oh, perfect. From the classic historical movie iron man 2 people sleep on <laughs> they shit on it and then they sleep and on it wrong. which is disgusting and they're fucking wrong dude right just seeing him come out on the stage do that little bullshit dance. oh my god it's, it's so, so fun. i can see his little good. heels moving Ooh, i love say rockwell <laughs> god damn man. oh yeah fuck yeah i want him back yeah man oh i prison let's heist him out of prison in the mcu Put him back in Armor Wars. What do you think? Man. Um, anyway, uh, what was I talking about? The Bad Guys. Uh, it's a movie. It's an animated movie. Uh, I think it's on like Peacock or whatever. Mm. Uh, but uh, it was good. It was a, a good watch. Um, again, not story-wise, not quite to the level of like a Disney or Pixar. Right. Uh, but animation is top fucking tier. It's, it's CGI animated, but it does that thing kind of like in some of the Spider-Verse um, sequences where... It's CGI animated, but they have outlines around the characters, and right. uh, the way they animate the eyes is just fucking perfect. Awesome. The character expressions are great. Uh, just top-tier animation, uh, but the story could use a little bit of zhuzhing up, but the overall idea is that there's this crew of of criminals that, uh, for some reason, want to turn good and, and mm. go straight mm. and uh, get, get famous for that. Uh, but uh, there's a, a devious villain mm. in the background of everything that has other plans. One last score? Is it a one last score scenario? Oh my God, Steven, have you seen this movie? <laughs> I've seen every heist movie ever. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I've started to sense a theme. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, but that was that was fun. Uh, to like I said, it's out there streaming somewhere, so people can go watch right it. Um, another movie you can stream. Uh, this one's on HBO Max for now. Anyway, mm. at the time of this airing, DC League of Super Pets. Uh, this oh, is a movie yeah. that my wife and I actually went out to the theaters to see, and she picked it. I was oh, like, wow. are, you sh- "Are you sure it's got it's got superheroes in it?" She's like, "I like animals." <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. It. I was like, "All right, we'll meet in the middle on this one, I suppose." So we went to go it see it. It uh, it was all right. Like it's very much aimed at kids. I thought the animation mm. was okay. Uh, the character designs were pretty good. Uh, voice cast includes Dwayne Johnson and uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, they they love each other evidently because uh, yeah. they're, they're always teaming up on on projects. But um, I, I thought some of the voices were a little bit miscast. But uh, one that was spectacular was John Krasinski as Superman. Oh my god! Ooh. Stephen, he's just a good dude. Mm. And it really comes what do you think about John Krasinski as Superman? I, yeah, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Superman character design in this, right. you know? Lois is in it. I I have to go back and and, and do a donk watch, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Check it out. 
I, I, thanks to Twitter, I just found out that evidently the X-Men character Dazzler has a nice dumper. Okay, so that's good. I have... You got plenty of material I gotta time, to go through. I got, I got to time travel back to the <laughs> 70s. You know, I got to check this out. Get my binocs ready. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, those are they're two animated movies that uh, you could watch, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the family. You're not going to have too much of an issue with that. There's no like major like deaths or anything you have to worry about. Like right. uh, at the beginning of Up, that we're all still scarred from. And there's minimal cum shots, I assume. Uh, it depends on if you're watching it with me. <laughs> Badonk. Yep. <laughs> we'll just be sitting there. Just just adults. Just all of us adults of sitting course, there. And then course. you'll then you'll hear. Oh, oh man. But that was if, just I start, you... if I start snoring immediately after it's just just leave me be. That was just you stepping on a grape though. But it really took a lot out of you. Of a sort. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump off of that and do another, uh, a kid friendly sort of ask thing as well. Um, okay. so I watched this, uh, 2016 movie that, uh, our buddy Mitch recommended last week and it's called clown and it should oh, never so be watched by children, <laughs> but it is, it is a, a child clown, you know, it's a clown for children. So, uh, Mitch mentioned this one. I don't, I don't even know what brought it up, but, um, he mentioned it and I, I just got so excited that I, I watched it immediately and, uh, it's awesome. Um, it's a John Watts movie. John Watts had directed cop car. And then after that, he was picked up by Marvel to do all three of these Spider-Man movies that came out. So, um, he, I didn't realize he had done anything before cop car. I don't know why I hadn't heard of this one. One. Um, yeah. When Mitch mentioned it, I was like, I didn't know John Watts had another movie. I love, I love all of the stuff he's done. And uh, like, this, yeah. when, when Mitch first said that, I was like, What does Mitch know about making a movie? Like, what does he know about this? Come on, man. What are you yeah, even telling on. us? Stuff? Um, but yeah, it's uh, essentially the story of uh, like Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. It is a dad who puts on a clown suit for his child's birthday party, and then he can't get it off. And it transforms it into a clown. And that's kind of the premise. And it is scary as fuck. It is very gory. Um, it was uh, really well made. Um, I didn't realize that it had Eli Roth in it. Uh, or I guess he's like oh, a well. he's like a producer. And then he's in it a little bit, I think, as yeah, as the, the clown or as one part of the clown look. Um, so he's involved with it. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty rad. I found it on Amazon Prime here in the States. It was through oh, okay. Freebie that um, IMDb TV turned into. So it's like had some yeah. commercials through it, but um, it was all right. It actually kind of for that type of movie. This feels like a movie I would have found at the video store back in the day and tried it out because the cover just he looks like basically a, a Slipknot guy. As far as I can tell, Brent. Can you see bit, that? Yeah, it's just kind of like white faced Slipknot, dude. I don't know. Um, yeah, and it, uh, I probably would have picked this up and, and liked it. So watching it with the, the commercials in it was kind of fun. I was like watching it on TV, just find it on TNT someday or something, you know, but uh, with all the gore still in there. So, um, yeah, it was cool, man. It, it also I was surprised I, again because it was like his first movie. I wonder what shorts John Watts had done that I might be able to find. But Eli Roth being involved is obviously he got mm-hmm. some people. Um, but then it also has uh, Peter Stormare. I think that's how you say his name. Um, he's like a character actor. He's in so much stuff. Oh, yeah. He was in like Prison Break. He was in uh, 22 Jump Street at right. the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's in so many things. And he's amazing. And I was like, oh, my God, he's fucking in this. Uh, he's in the mm-hmm. big, uh, big Lebowski. Um, yeah. And, uh, so he was in it and he's really great and brings a lot of gravitas to it. So uh, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend that one. It was really fun, scary, kind of cool concept. Um, I dug it, man. If you like John Watts, I would check it out. Thanks for the, for the awesome. rec. Mitch. Oh, yeah. 
I, I too, was flummoxed by that. I'd never heard of this movie. So and weird. it's so weird because, like, John Watts directed the modern Spider-Man trilogy. And right. you would think his name would get bandied about more, but you really, like, most people don't know. Like, I feel like James Gunn, mm. uh, John Favreau, the Russos. Um, right. Uh, 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 fucking... Oh my god, forgetting his Taika? name is, is uh Taika, uh, yeah. but I'm talking about um Black Panther guy. Oh god, uh Kugler? Uh, yeah, Ryan Kugler. Ryan Kugler? Yeah. Um those are like the big names that get bandied about, right, right. but maybe it's because it's not like you know, Spider-Man has Sony shit going on or whatever. I he guess. I, I he does such a good job with them though, right? Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. so good. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I he should. I feel like he should get more props and every other movie we've like Cop Car is great. You like that one mm-hmm. too, right? Um, oh yeah yeah it's got it's got the good. bacon in it it's got oh man bring in the it's bacon that, oh it's got the sizzling bacon in mm. it oh my god that john watts he brings the bacon so absolutely yeah he needs to get he needs to get more bread for his bacon is that a that's a term right is i think money? so yeah Does it mean money? That, that works uh-huh. what's rap rap you say rap hip-hop <laughs> hip-hop huh. anonymous of course <laughs> What else you got, man? <laughs> uh, let's talk about a show that uh, actually like the first time that we had Mitch on, I believe he mentioned a Canadian uh, based. Well, not based, but like a Canadian led TV show called Nathan for you. And oh, yeah. uh, earlier this year, I went back and I rewatched the entire series on oh, HBO nice. Max. So fucking funny, dude. Like, I really <laughs> think you would dig this show. I it watched is- a little bit of it. I thought you had told me about that. Maybe it was. Mid- I watched a little bit earlier mm-hmm. this year or something. And it was great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the the idea is that Nathan Fielder, uh, he's from Canada. He comes to the States and he's. He got a business degree, but like kind of just barely based on the the intro to the show. Um, And he helps small businesses achieve fame and success. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, through like various (laughs) means, like in the first episode, he helps a struggling uh, frozen yogurt business by uh, coming up with a unique flavor for them. And that flavor is shit. Right. Shit flavor of frozen yogurt. And the idea was like the weird negative press would be enough to get enough people's attention to where it would get people to come into the store. Um, later on, like it, it, it gets way off the rails going, going forward. And, uh, if people haven't seen the show, like I said, it's on HBO max here in the U S uh, please watch at least the first episode because that really sets the premise of the idea of the show going forward. Uh, in the first season, he meets uh, a private investigator that really like busts his balls almost the whole time. Um, and that guy comes back in later seasons and there's like a judge oh, nice. that comes back later on as well. Um, like real people or are they actors? Real, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like <laughs> everyone is like in on it for right. the most part. Uh, sometimes the customers aren't uh, aware exactly what's going on, but um it's just like very, very fucking funny. Like just to see the the reactions of he's like a very like calm person, mm-hmm. like very reserved, very laid back, very monotone speaking. And just to see him like throw these wild scenarios at these people to help their business. And they're like, yeah, I guess we try it. Um, and then, you know, he, he tries to befriend some of them because he's so lonely and whatnot. Right. That's, that's always fun. Um, in addition to that, he has a newer show 
that came out this year on HBO Max called The Rehearsal. Right. And on that, it's it's somewhat similar in that it's like him interacting with people uh, and there's like a hidden camera. But it's not really like a hidden camera prank show. It's just like... Uh, the idea behind the rehearsal is that he sets up rehearsals for people who are going through difficult life events, but it's mm. like rarely anything like super serious. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, one guy, he's part of a trivia team, but he initially lied about how much trivia he knew or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he has to come clean to his trivia partner. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And to do this, Nathan sets up he like he builds a replica, an entire replica <laughs> of the bar that they have trivia in inside of a warehouse. So he goes in there uh. and they like they hire actors to come in and they um, he has like a branching conversation thing on a laptop where it's like, well, if if she says this uh, to what you say as a response, then you say this. And it's just it's wild. Uh, eventually, he uh, meets a woman who is. Uh, single, but she wants to have a kid. So, all oh, right. He... Okay. Have you seen this? No, no, no. I've heard. Just... Th- okay. I knew about the. There's like a kid involved. Uh, yes. I just heard they're so absurd, and so oh, I mean, like so wild. little pieces that you've mentioned. I, I'm like, okay, I saw him building something in the warehouse. I didn't quite yes. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he, he, she wants to have a kid. He doesn't um, have one to lend her, so he has to hire these. <laughs> actor children to come in and uh so they they like buy this house out in like uh i I think it was like washington state or something like that and they they go out there they've got cameras set up and uh the kids initially starts out as like a baby and then like it's there for a couple of hours and then it changes out like it goes in a room comes out and it's a toddler (laughs) and then it kind of goes on up and whatnot eventually nathan moves in with her and they co-parent this baby, Damn. and it's, it, it takes like a wild turn. And uh, man, I can't recommend both of these shows enough. They're so much fucking fun. Nathan Fielder is so funny. He's the um, the the cabbie guy in uh, the, the Christmas and the night movie. before. The night yeah, before, yeah. yes, yeah, right. He's the the Red Bull limo driver, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has he plays like the ultimate straight man, like the guy who doesn't break during the most absurd bits. That's what I like floors me about him. What I have seen, uh, and his stuff to me, it, I, it's hard for me to watch. Like I, I remember watching that episode of uh, Nathan for You, and I heard about the rehearsal. Even Nathan for You seems so cringe humor to me. It was like painful to yeah. watch. And I've heard the rehearsal is like that on steroids. And so like I, I love I liked what I saw. I like yeah. him, but it's almost like I needed like small bursts and then I kind of forget about it. So I, I had again, I need to go check out his Nathan for you again. But uh, yeah, I like him. Yeah, it's just uh, it's, he can be so, so good at it. Yeah, it is very cringy. There are points where I'm just like sitting there with my fingers on my temples, like, how is this fucking happening? Right, this is right. so that's wild. So uncomfortable, but the way they handle it is just yeah. so fucking funny. So yes. Right on, man. Well, I'll mm-hmm. have to check it out. Uh what what yes. was Nathan for you on? HBO Max? Uh I think that was on HBO Max okay, as right well. On. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's easy enough for you. Check mm-hmm. it out. Well, um I watched a movie, I don't remember what this is on right now. Peacock, Paramount Plus, one of those. Um it's on Paramount Plus, maybe. Uh I watched mm-hmm. Smile. Oh, a yeah. horror movie. Um, I had heard of this one uh, kind of around the same time as Barbarian, so I was really excited to watch both of them. Uh, I will say that I probably liked Barbarian more, or I feel it's more, mm-hmm. even though it's so weird, it's, it's more accessible. Um, Smile, essentially the, the storyline is kind of like The Ring, or It Follows. It is a 
you see you see a traumatic event um and within like a week you will also die of said trauma traumatic event sort of thing oh and so it it, it plays on if if it follows is a, or sorry if if uh if the ring is like videotapes and if it follows is like stds sort of is the metaphor uh for that uh, this one is like mental illness or or trauma response like if you saw something in real life that was traumatic and then you you might have some trauma from that, right? And how that right. spreads. Uh, but they play with things. It's it's a horror movie, and it's very horrific. Essentially, the thing that's chasing you, that's coming after you, is just a thing that looks like other people, and it just smiles, this creepy fucking smile, and just kind of follows you around and fucks with you. And um, the, the main girl, I didn't know um, her name, but speaking of bringing the bacon, her name is Sosie Bacon, I guess is how you say oh. it. She is Kevin Bacon's daughter. And, uh, and Curious Cedric's wow. daughter, um, I had never known her from anything, but um, she was in like, uh, I saw her in a small role at the end of 13 Reasons Why, the last episode. She's in it briefly, I think. And then I didn't know who she was. I, I looked her up because I thought she was so good in Smile. And I was like, oh, Bacon, that's such a unique Hollywood name. And mm-hmm. sure enough, it's totally fucking, you know, her. So um, she was really good. It's a very hard movie to watch. Uh, it'd be hard for me to recommend it as much as I would. Um, like Barbarian is so weird, but fun. This one is really mm-hmm. dark. It's It kind of re- reminds me of like uh, Midsommar or something like that. Hereditary. It's like just it's kind of shitty to watch, but it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very fucking creepy. I, it took me days to watch it by myself. My wife was out of town. I watched it really late both nights that I tried. And then I had to watch it during the day. Cause it was mm-hmm. just like too much for me. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's just, I would hard, have a hard time recommending it to everybody, but if you like horror stuff, I think it's like a lot of the other horror movies coming out right now. I think it's pretty stellar. So I would check it out. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I, I heard some like mixed reviews on smile, but I was like, man, it looks so creepy right. that I still want to watch it. Even if it's like schlocky and bad, you know? Yeah. I, I think it actually plays it pretty seriously, but, uh, my brother, Danny, when I mentioned it to him, he said he wasn't going to try it cause he'd heard some controversy. And I think that has to do with, with how it deals with mental illness. But mm. at the end of the day, I feel like much like it follows, it follows at best could be interpreted as a like anti-sex movie like if you want yeah. like anti-teen sex or whatever but it's not that's how really. i assume every movie is right. i'm just like yeah this is for me <laughs> it's not really though right like it's not it, it that's the metaphor of it but it's not it's not hammering home a point it's just showing you a movie within that context and i feel like the same way about this it doesn't it's not trying to like solve mental health or or even give an accurate portrayal of mental health it is trying to twist mental health into a horrific scenario and it does a really good job at that so i think Mm -hmm. as long as you go into it with those expectations that it's not trying to really say anything it's Mm -hmm. just trying to be horrific then Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool uh and i think it kind of works in that context so um yeah it's like the joker right Mm -hmm. it is but right but yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. it's the joker and she doesn't she doesn't dance in this one Oh, okay. So it's okay, like there's no bathroom, okay. subway dancing. So oh, it's kind of different okay. a little bit. Yeah. But I liked it. Uh, I would recommend it. So. Okay. Good. What else? Uh, I watched a documentary on Peacock called I Love You, You Hate Me. It's a mm. Barney documentary. <laughs> Barney, <laughs> the purple dinosaur. Yes, that one. Okay. The, face, <laughs> the famous one. Uh, it's just like a two-part one. I don't know why they didn't just put it all together in one two-hour oh, movie, weird. but it's like two fifty-hour. Um, Is there a portions or cliffhanger? Something like that? Were they like? And then Barney of? died. 
cliffhanger. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it just reveals the Barney costumes. Like, oh, this is about Barney the whole time. Oh, my God. The <laughs> shit. They put the helmet on. That's right. It's a helmet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, no, it's a documentary about uh, kind of the love-hate relationship that society had with Barney mm. the Dinosaur. Like, uh, for people who don't know, um, I can't imagine why you're listening to this fucking show instead right. of doing uh, cool young people <laughs> things. But uh, Barney the Dinosaur was this PBS uh, television program that featured a purple dinosaur and hung out with kids. It was like uh, after Sesame Street or whatever. So it was like this giant purple puppet. And uh, yeah, it was like something that kids watched after school. It was like somewhat educational, very like positive. Uh, They sang songs and yada yada. Uh, it's not anything that I ever got into is after my time as oh, a child, okay. but mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with it. And right. it's a fucking dinosaur and it's purple. My favorite color. So, so you watched it. I, I, I've watched every episode. You did like a, five times. It's, it's, Power it's Rangers good. double yeah. feature. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You know, uh, that also had Selena Gomez in it, at least for a little while. Yeah, that's right. So, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize really that. Connected all I, the dots. I actually re or I watched the Barney documentary uh, like, I don't know, a few weeks before watching the Selena Gomez oh, thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, they didn't even mention Selena Gomez in it. I don't Weird. think. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it it kind of shows the where Barney came from as a an idea and like the, the woman who created it and, um, you know, making that into this huge like marketing thing and uh, running this new business for hmm. Barney and how that affected her own son and you know, some dark shit that happened to her son after the fact, Uh-oh. um, some of the, the, the people that played Barney, like I was expecting some like pretty dark shit, you know, mm-hmm. like just kind of based on the trailer that I saw, but like the main guy who played Barney later in life, mm-hmm. he started like a sex yoga thing, but that was like, that sounds fun. Two totally different. Yeah. It was like a decade plus apart or whatever. So, it's really just, you know, he, right. he moved on to other interests, you know? <laughs> he just got a um, new job, so that, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> I, I, like, had my remote in my hands. I was like, if this gets to some, right. like, weird, like, touching little kid stuff, I'm out. But it, it never got to that. Uh, I don't... It's yeah, just, like, the it, controversy it, around the character in society, though, which is... Yeah. Yeah. It was. And it was weird. How, I don't know. How uh, people just fucking hated that I love you, you hate me mm-hmm. song, you know? Uh Wait, did I say you hate you, me? You, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the show. That, that's the the uh, Rammstein remix of, of the song. Oh yeah, um, the Du Hast Mesh uh, mm-hmm. version. But uh, yeah, people hated that song, and it really just like you know heard that everywhere. You would hear that in toys, and, right? And it was just like incessant. So there was like a um, like a pen pal type thing that was started about it, and it it just cataloged the thing. It was it was a, a good watch uh for something on Peacock. Again, I'm just perplexed why they didn't make it one single mm-hmm. hour or I'm sorry, one single documentary that was 2 hours long instead of two 50 minute ones. But they didn't I don't fucking know. So there's this documentary that <laughs> You're people like, can get go watch. Get up think about it. I did. <laughs> I, I don't know. God damn. Everybody's it. like nobody asked you. Nobody yeah, said no, anything. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. We don't it's I don't even know why you doubled back on it. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they doubled back. I'll just make one movie. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm checking my mail. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, all right. So I had one from a recommendation from uh, from this guy now named Brent. And I was on the way to see Brent 
uh, and and I listened to this. So and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I don't think that day. So oh. uh, I listened to the A twenty four podcast, the episode oh, of yeah. Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. So you had mentioned this recently, I think on air, right? That wasn't off air. Was uh, it? No, that was like an, a text conversation that you and I had. Uh, the podcast listeners are privy to our private text messages, though, right? We always put those of course, okay, yeah. I, I upload all of that shit with our, okay, our feeds. Yeah, good, that's good, all good. in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you had told me about this. The A24 is uh, like a production company uh, that you and I like a lot of the movies from. They do a lot of um, horror and a lot of like weird, cool stuff right now. And so we like mm-hmm. them a lot. They have this podcast I had never heard of until you. Same. But um, essentially, what I found out, I've listened. I've tried to listen to another one. Um, uh, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah was this episode. It's just it's never like another host. It's just like two actors, two people, or whatever, kind of talking to each other, interviewing each other mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, this one was fascinating. Obviously, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, big. Um, like they're friends from super bad. I am a huge super bad fan. So I'm a big fan of both of theirs and especially Michael Sarah. I don't feel like I hear from him a lot anymore. And so I've been seeing him pop up more and more. Apparently they talk about it in there. He's been doing like Broadway and stuff, which is really mm-hmm. rad and he's really good at it. Um, so no, no wonder we haven't seen him in any movies lately uh, or as much, but um, it was fascinating. It was really cool to hear that they were really good friends. I liked all those stories. They told oh, yeah. about like touring and like weird shit that happened to them and around the world. And it was just a cool little, show like it's i think it was like less than an hour it's it's real fast um i could have used a lot more but i also Mm like that it was just real quick um the only thing i will say about that podcast and we noticed it in the car i noticed this with podcasts sometimes in the car the audio is sometimes hard to hear like individual like talking voices like music i can always pick out but sometimes it's like they fluctuate a lot and i noticed in this podcast it's almost like they had their microphones on arms and they would kind of like move back away and then move forward again and they get really loud mm-hmm. and we kept trying to like make it better it was, it was kind of hard to hear them but we went to a um an episode with nick kroll and jenny slate and the, I listened to that same oh, one. Dude, that's Those right. are the two I listened to. <laughs> Such good people. Yeah. Uh, in the car, though, especially with their voices being so different, it was like we like we had just turned it off. We literally could not hear it sometimes, and then other times it would just be blaring. And it's like all it was with them was just talking. So um, I don't know if it's I don't know what it was. It might have just been the car. I think headphones obviously is a better way to listen. But we were trying to listen together, you know, on a road trip. And we like all those people and stuff. But um, so that's the only thing I would say about it. But otherwise, such a cool idea for a podcast. I went ahead and subscribed because yeah. um, there's more that I want to listen to. But in mm-hmm. particular, that uh, that Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah one's really good. So, uh, yeah, check out the A24 podcast. You know, I, too, was surprised that this podcast was even in existence because i had no fucking idea i feel like we're pretty plugged in on pop culture but (laughs) even this shit just like blindsides us and i looked at i was like oh it must have just started no it's been around for like since 2019 2020 something like that it's it's been around for a while and i was like wow i'm i didn't know about any of this but uh there were a lot of interviews on there that i thought sounded pretty interesting Mm -hmm. so yeah i might go back and and check those out but uh yeah i thought it was really cool and i especially love that they are like friends in real life and you can hear that totally come through they just like kind of gush over each other and right uh you know i feel like i see jonah hill everywhere like i i ever since super bad he's constantly been working mm-hmm. on like hot yeah high profile stuff and to hear him gush over michael Sarah's right. performance on broadway i was like wow that's 
that's got to be something, you know? Right, because he's done so much great stuff himself in yeah. film since then, like Wolf of Wall Street and uh, Moneyball and stuff, like stuff he's been nominated mm-hmm. for. And and it's like, yeah, you're doing really well. And he's he. it was so cute to hear him be like, I, he's never missed one of Michael Sayers' plays. Like, yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that they were still friends after all this time. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really know you know what that's like outside of super bad i certainly didn't know they were still friends and it was so great to hear since i'm a huge fan of that movie so yeah yeah loved it yeah if they had like bad blood between them from right. super bad that would be like so i would not have told you about it <laughs> right i really like, don't do it in the dark yep. don't ruin yeah, it. certain things you don't say you know ignorance is bliss every if that was the case every time i watched that movie when they separate at the end and they go down the escalator i, I would just ball i would just ball every time i'm like they're never gonna be friends again <laughs> you just put it in, uh you rewind it so it shows right. them like coming back together yeah i just started all over again absolutely yeah. yeah it's stuck in the ground it mm-hmm. um, i watched a movie called run sweetheart run on prime video yeah. which was uh hmm. i think it came out in october so it's horror adjacent mm-hmm. have you heard of this movie it sounds familiar but i don't really know much about it uh it's a pretty intense uh subject matter mm-hmm. so a uh, trigger warning for people who uh are um uh, who are well get trigger triggered by uh <laughs> fucking uh sexual assault good luck oh, if i can okay. spit out the mm-hmm. words um so uh there's a a young woman who goes out on a blind date uh she meets this guy at a restaurant uh they decide to go back to his place and uh you know that we as the audience are mm-hmm. seeing this you know this date progress the the whole time and there's some chemistry going on and whatnot and uh at a certain point the movie gets a little bit meta and if mm. you don't like that kind of thing, who gives a fuck? Uh, there's sexual assault involved, so maybe don't like that instead. <laughs> meta fucking meta snobs. Uh, but yeah, something you happens. It's meta snobs. Has that been a problem Oof. for you lately? Not lately, but you know, there, there's like, something they're out, out there. there that don't like it. And honestly, I really don't have that much of a problem. I'm just you know, yep. Just trying to be funny on a podcast. Uh, I'll work on that. I'll get back to you next time. We'll see, see what happens. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Fair enough, man. But, you tell but, us uh, motherfuckers to stay down. Oh, fucking metafucks. Uh. Pieces of shit. <laughs> cover you. <laughs> Put a bunny of yours on you and cover you in shit. What? Like fucking drone. That's right, bitch. Wow. Uh, so uh, something meta happens, and then uh, we uh, see the... The, the woman we've been uh, following, uh, she comes out of his house and she's uh, worse for wear. And so she's running to try to get away from him. And then um, similar to the aforementioned It Follows, uh, he is able to follow her everywhere. And I will say, just so people know, because it would have uh, made me feel some kind of way to just like come across this in the movie. There is some type of supernatural element involved mm, in this. Okay, Good to so, know. Uh, yes, especially when it's this type of subject matter. I think right. people should know there's a, a supernatural-esque force that comes into play at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't a detractor for me. I, For what it is, I enjoyed the movie. Subject matter's a little bit rough, but uh, you know the, the maker of the film is a woman, mm-hmm. and uh, she has something to say uh, with this movie. Now, it's not going to be like a super important like A24, like... Uh, super heady premise, but it is uh, good to see a woman who's been through um, 
a difficult circumstance like this, get mm-hmm. her come up and, right, and right. be able to to get revenge on the assailant, you know? So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. You, right you know, like, you and I like the movie enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't say that movie's high art, but there's something so satisfying oh, about God, Jennifer yeah. Lopez getting revenge at the end of that, you Hell know? Hell yeah. So, um, but I, I was impressed with the filmmaking of Run, Sweetheart, Run. Right uh, I, I, I'd very much be interested in whatever the director has uh, next on her plate. Yeah, I was looking her up. I don't notice anything else uh, that she's done that I had recognized or anything, but um, mm-hmm. I would check that out, though. I'm, I'm curious enough for it. But um, I'd be curious if you watch that with uh, your wife, Amanda, mm-hmm. what what she would think on it. Right on. Like if it was difficult to watch, I watched it with my wife. And I was like, so that was intense, huh? She's like, hey, it was all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I think a lot of women are just like, yeah, this could always happen to us. So we're pretty mm-hmm. used to it. Um, it is definitely scary and shitty, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, part of the course, just being a woman. Yeah. That unfortunately is tr- in our society. Hey, Steven, you know what? It took a man to mansplain that to me. Uh, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, I didn't think about it in that, that story. I was like, oh, yeah. Could you believe something like this would happen in a movie? Right. She's like, well, it happens to women all the time in real life. And She's like, it happened like, yesterday uh, at Walmart down the street. It happened uh, yeah. last week ago at a college campus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. So uh, right yeah. on, man. Well, I need you to do me a favor, Brent. Okay. Can you ask me? Nards. Oh, man. You did it again. Can you yeah, ask I did me, it. Can you ask me to yes. tell you my next movie? <clears throat> yeah. What's, what's my motivation? <laughs> Damn it. You got me with that hardcore. <laughs> Your motivation is mm-hmm. you, um, you want uh, a dessert mm-hmm. really a bad. Dessert. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can only get it. If you find out the answer to what I watched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm ready. Okay. Are you, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just, I just, oh, I, yeah. yeah I, okay. okay. Sorry. Okay. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck this up. Do not fuck this up. Everything's writing on this. Don't fuck it up. You got hired for this job. You're getting paid so much fucking money. <laughs> Stephen, what? Oh, oh God! Take two. Stephen, what have you been watching? I've been. Stephen, what have you been watching, chum? <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Stephen, what have you been watching? And where's the detonator? Okay, first off, I have Steven, some notes. What have you been watching? <laughs> what kind of dessert are you looking to eat? That okay. that spurred this off. Uh huh. Uh, um, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, oh my God, there's this, oh God, Steven, we haven't even talked about this. Do you have an Andes where you are? It's like a frozen custard, um, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Chain? Yeah, I think so. Oh my God, What Steven. you got? What you got in mind? The, this is something that I have been obsessed with so much so that I, she'll never listen to this. Uh, I <laughs> ate there uh, once, uh, without my wife knowing. <laughs> Oh but my I did god. I, I did it like a weird little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> like I carved out time <laughs> to where I could go. They have this thing called the concrete, which is like frozen right. custard. And then, it, like, it's in a, a cup, right? And then in the center of it, they uh, fill it with this. Um, sometimes they'll put like hot fudge or whatever mm-hmm. in it. They've got this one that's like a, a s'mores flavor. Oh, okay. And they put like. 
marshmallow cream down the center of it. Oh, God. And it's melty. <laughs> Even it is so fucking delightful. It is so delightful. When you say you were like a little pervert. So I was oh like, God. you like make sure to throw it away on the like at a trash can across town, and then you get home and like strip off your clothes. You're like, she'll smell the ice cream on me. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for one of those, Stephen, peace. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you've been watching. Nope. God damn it. No, nope, nope, nope. nope. Nope was it. Nope. 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 Oh, nope. Okay. Hey, the movie film for it watching worked. with eyeballs. Okay. Uh, that was worth it. We <laughs> got there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I watched Nope, Jordan Peele's uh, new film, third film. And, uh, yeah, I think you had watched this recently as well. Is that correct? I had, yes. Yeah, yeah. I just, just very recently my damn self. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go any kind of spoilers. I didn't know anything about this movie, essentially. I don't remember. I, I think I watched the trailer when it first came out. It was like a teaser. Um, I It seems like pretty obvious. Like, it is about, uh, you know, a, a flying saucer in the sky sort of thing um, that they see. It's like a, an alien movie. Um that's really i knew it was like that and like and cowboys i knew that daniel daniel kaluuya was in it and that's pretty much it so i knew it was like black cowboys and i knew like it's like a sci-fi premise of some sort um Mm -hmm. so i don't want to get into it much more than that i will say that um i think i mentioned to you maybe off air that this is probably my third favorite of his movies i feel like get out and us are just so good but that's still like 98 percent better than like every other movie (laughs) out there (laughs) so it's not saying much to say it's like my third favorite and i i don't know why i just want to say it that way but uh it's really good i i cannot stop thinking about it I think it's wow, okay. a little more divisive than his other films or like uh, people like it or, you know, whatever. I don't, I'm not sure if there's as, as many lovers of this movie as there are just like, yeah, it was good or whatever. From what mm-hmm. I've heard, like people don't seem to be uh, gushing about it like they did with especially Get Out, but but mm-hmm. us as well. Uh, but holy shit. Uh, to me, I thought this was great. Um, I uh, I don't know. It's it's a certain type of sci fi that fit me really well. And especially not knowing much about it, I feel like it just played out in a way that it was really intriguing to me, and I cannot wait to watch it again. So, uh, yeah. did you feel the same? I I liked it less than you, but <laughs> yeah. I still it, enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I guess the the thing that took me aback about it was I felt like both us and Get Out had something more. Uh, larger to say have mm. had more thoughts about our society uh right. whether it's race or just american culture uh versus nope which was just kind of like there are some other things but i'm not sure quite how all of the dots laid forth connect mm-hmm. you know like it's hard to say without like right actually like spoiling things but um i i enjoyed it i you know, I like the actors a lot. Kiki mm-hmm. Palmer was oh fucking great. Oh my god, great. she was fantastic. She was so good. Like the performances were were stellar. Right. Uh, Steven Yeun is in mm-hmm. it. Uh, right. He's a Always favorite good. of mine. Um, and yeah, I I liked a lot of the stuff that's in there. It just um, didn't click as much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I watched all of the special features that were oh, on cool. you know iTunes that when I bought the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. Uh, or did I buy it? I think it maybe it's on some streaming service and I watch it. No, I, I bought it. I think you, Who cares? You, Who gives a fuck? I know. <laughs> I, I have it. I don't know why I do this. I do this to myself. 
<laughs> but you did buy it. I remember you bought it. And then you were like a week later, it showed up on Peacock, I think. That's right. And you were like, God yeah, damn it. And, and you didn't even yeah, like it as much. And I was like, I would have bought that day in, day out. <laughs> like the first day, man. <laughs> um, but uh, and then I watched some like YouTube videos that right. kind of like explain things. And I was like, okay, that's kind of what I thought. But I don't know how all of this stuff fits gotcha. together mm-hmm. in a way. You know, uh, I felt like uh, the ideas behind Get Out and Us were right. a bit more clear right 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 like what you peel the onion enough you get to the center of it whereas this is like what you jordan peel enough of these onions Uh uh-huh you find the key (laughs) oh shit and then you're like i lost it that was pretty good where does where does key even go Mm -hmm. there's no door here you need the gatekeeper right the gatekeeper and fucking gate master oh man and the page yeah. master, fucking the Macaulay page master, yeah. Wow, absolutely. Um, yeah, Kiki Palmer, super good. I've also been watching mm-hmm. a lot of um, YouTube clips of like SNL, and she was on the other month, and literally like oh. every single skit that I see she's in, she steals the show. She's so fucking funny. Um, I thought she was. She stole the show in this one as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I liked her so much. Um, God, there's something else I was gonna say, but I can't remember what it was right now. Fuck. Oh, another just a quick thing. Uh, another podcast we listened to on the way back from our trip to see you uh, was a armchair expert with uh, Jordan oh. Peele. And mm-hmm. I knew that we hadn't seen this movie yet. And I was going to be, you know, scared of listening for spoilers. But he was really good about it. We, we had to skip like a probably like a 10, 15 minute section. They talked about the movie mm-hmm. specifically. And I thought I heard a big spoiler. And then like it wasn't. He was really good, good about it. But uh, it was mm-hmm. fascinating. I, I like that show as well. And um, they the way they interview and stuff, I just think it brings out a lot of good qualities in people. And mm-hmm. um, it was fascinating to hear more about him. I, I haven't really heard interviews with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much and um but he did talk about a few themes with this movie and his other ones and stuff and how he didn't want to make it a it isn't like he doesn't want to make everything uh, a statement piece you know or yeah. like or especially about race you know like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to always do that or whatever um and i i find it interesting and i don't know i i listened to that before i watched the movie and now i'm like i gotta go listen to it again almost to be like mm-hmm. decipher a little bit but um yeah i, I don't know i think it was a uh, pretty cool um I would certainly check it out. I think even you would say that too, right? Like it's still a Jordan Peele oh, movie, yeah. right? Like Absolute. check it out. Yeah. yeah. Still Jordan Peele. Like what yeah. are we doing here? Like I, I understand like it's people so well made, you know, I, I definitely see this being someone's third favorite Jordan Peele movie, right? but that's like you said, it's, it's still, like still head shoulders above like yeah. most of everything else out there. <laughs> right. So yeah, no worries. Um, I think, I, wanted, I think that's all the stuff yeah. I got today, man. That it. That oh it. my God. I got, like, I got nine. Months. I got more stuff. I got more stuff. <laughs> Uh, are you okay on time? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Okay. So uh, we watched the show on Netflix called The Watcher. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of this? I've heard it of has, it. It uh, uh, has people in it. Uh, Is that the <laughs> Superman one? It's got Cavill, Henry Cavill in it? Is that him? Oh, no. Uh, no, that's The Witcher. The I, Witcher. See, I had the same mistake. That My wife so was trying funny. to tell me about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Superman plays it. And she's like, what? No. Uh, <laughs> hold on. The Watcher. Uh, Bobby Cannavale is in it. Right. I like that dude. I'll look it up. Uh, you keep talking, but uh, I'll look it up and see what I got going for it. So Ooh, it's a uh, he and his his family, uh, they move into a, a house. Uh, they got it for a steal. Mm-hmm. It's this wonderful, like beautiful house. And uh, they move in there. And it turns out that somebody has been watching them as they move in and, and live their lives in this house and whatnot. So it's a, a story of them trying to figure out who that is. And there's a, a lot of paranoia behind it. Gotcha. Uh, some of the neighbors around there are, 
are a little bit odd duck-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, Naomi Watts is in it as well. So Jennifer many good Coolidge. people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was interesting, and we enjoyed watching it, but we did know, and I want to tell our audience as well, if you haven't watched it, but it sounds good, uh, there's a cliffhanger ending, so you don't find out who the Watcher is. And the way my wife heard about this... Ooh. Oh my god, it's a ghost. Yeah, I was really upset by that. I became a ghost. Who are you call? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, it is. It is one of these things where you you have to know that going in. Right. That uh, helps. It's a fun ride, but but you don't know who who the watcher is. Uh, my wife heard about this uh, from listening to a radio show where they mentioned it, and she's like, "Oh, that sounds interesting. We'll give that a shot." And they said the the radio host said that they didn't like it because uh, it didn't it didn't. <laughs> How, you don't find out who the uh, watcher is, but also I'm like it's Netflix. That's how they yeah. kind of do shit. Like TV shows, they throw I don't out trust it. seasons in the hopes that they be you know they're able to get a second season right. and, and whatnot. So um, they uh, Netflix did greenlight a second season for this. That'll luckily, be it. So that'll it's be gonna it. yeah. cliffhanger, and they're never gonna have a third season. That's they they cut it off at two, dude. They did it all the time. There's so many shows yeah. that cut it two seasons. Hey, man, that's how it is when I go to the toilet. I mean, you got to cut it off at two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, that was a, an interesting right show. Um, another thing that I watched is uh, definitely on my screen, and I'm not struggling to of find course. it. Oh, uh, it's a show on Hulu called Reboot. Do you know about this? Reboot. That Reboot. sounds so it's not, familiar. It's not like the Canadian cartoon, like CGI cartoon <laughs> or whatever uh, from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has the aforementioned Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, I probably should have right. led with that one, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, it's just those good transitions again. <laughs> not here. <laughs> not ever. <laughs> uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, again, this has a, a stacked cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Judy Greer, Johnny Knoxville. Um Callum Worthy is great. Rachel Bloom, yeah. uh, who was on My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I okay. believe. I, 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 don't, I never watched that show, right. but uh, Paul Reiser's in this. Um, just a, a, a wonderful cast of actors. The general idea is that uh, they used to be on a full house mm. type of like TGIF style show uh, sitcom back in the 90s, 80s, 90s, and uh, they're... Uh, showrunner who is played by Rachel Bloom uh, wants to reboot the show and uh, it's not really a full reboot it's like kind of how Full House has a modern version of it you know the continuity is still there but you're just bringing those actors back totally uh, their current ages but uh, yeah it's her putting the show together but they're exploring uh, not necessarily darker themes but uh, that's her ideas to to do that Uh, Paul Reiser plays uh the original showrunner mm. who puts his hand in and says no we're going to do it similar to the old style so it's them butting heads uh while writing scripts and putting the show together and then the original cast uh they have their own histories that they're having to deal with and um uh Callum Worthy he uh he was the son on the old version of the show he's grown up to a to be a young man on this and he is so fucking funny mm-hmm. like he's such a naive character on the show and uh his innocence is just so 
wonderful to behold amongst all this other like bullshit chaos around him. He's just like this sweet guy that's there to like do the right thing. His mom comes to set with him, even though he's like 25 or some shit. Nice. And uh, it's just, man, I, I can't recommend this show. Right enough. on, man. It's, it's so much fun. If you have Hulu, check it out. Awesome. I do love uh, like Jordan Peele. I like Kiko Bike and Key. I've been watching a lot of their um, old Keaton Peele sketches as well on YouTube. There's so much. I never watched the series, so like every sketch is brand new. It's like it's awesome. Uh, yeah, and there's so many from them that are amazing. So yeah, it, even him alone would get me there. But Judy Greer, oh my god, fucking Judy Greer, Oof. love her. Oh my gods, I will tell you, Stephen, if you like Judy Greer, watch at least the first episode. Hell yeah, that uh huh. Oh yeah, all, okay. Uh huh. Okay. That's all you need. Please believe. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, have you seen Wednesday, the Netflix show? No, I've been curious about it. Is it? I'm not even sure if it's all out. Is it all uh, one season or whatever? It is. Yeah, yeah. The okay. full season's out on Netflix. And uh, yeah, my wife really wanted to watch it. And I was like, wow, you don't like anything. Um, mm-hmm. You don't like me. You don't like stuff. Right. You don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even like the word let's. It's strange. <laughs> it's a connection there. Um, but she really seemed interested in the show. Uh, I knew that Tim Burton had his hand in it in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, we had just recently watched or rewatched Batman and Batman right. Returns. And I was like, uh, honestly, maybe I was too hard on this guy. You know, maybe I was, I just give him another chance. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Even though I'm still annoyed by a lot of his whole thing. Um, so we watched it and he's not show running it. Uh, from right. what I could tell, he, he didn't even like, I don't know if he like wrote many of the scripts, but he directed like four plus episodes oh, wow. of the eight episode season. And uh, I was surprised when it like got to the end of that first episode and it said directed by Tim Burton. I was like, oh, really? Like, it looks different. It's not hmm. watched out blues and grays to my surprise, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah, we we had fun with it. It's another show that's um, it's akin to a Veronica Mars where there's mm-hmm. a young woman putting together pieces of a puzzle to solve a mystery hmm. um but uh it involves wednesday adams and right. <laughs> uh, portions of the adams family sometimes so um and you know wednesday adams is very much a a non-personality like her whole thing right. is being a supporting character and uh jumping in with a a uh a rye barb mm-hmm. every now and then right. but i was like i don't, I don't know how is this gonna work and then it's played by jenna ortega who's like had a hell of a fucking year oh my god this and x and uh five cream right at the beginning of the year uh, she's she's doing great she's amazing know? yeah um and uh yeah i we really enjoyed the show uh it, i would say maybe like an episode or two it could have been trimmed down mm-hmm. toward the end, but overall, I I think this is something that that you could get into. I would love to watch it. Uh, I'm curious about it. Sure, I, come on over. <laughs> I used to. Well, you already finished it, so I'll ah. we'll see. But I don't know if you want to watch it again. So I'll get the real to real player okay. back out. Hey, we'll, we'll get it going, it, man. Yeah. Um, I do love Jenna Ortega so much, though, and I used to really like. I still do. I, I watch the. We we usually watch the Adams Family and Adams Family Adams Family Values movies for Halloween. They have like a good quality to them that like, you know, sparks up that that Halloween season and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, 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 man. <laughs> Sparking up that personality, dude. Uh, but this looked good enough. I, I knew that Burton was involved in some way. I thought it was gonna be like 
he was an executive producer. Like he just put his name on it. You know, I didn't realize he had directed yeah. anything of it. That's wild to me, mm-hmm. but uh, super cool, I guess. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued enough. I hadn't heard much about it. It seems like they've been promoting the fuck out of it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't heard anybody actually watch it. So I'm so, I didn't know it was even like, I, I realized like Netflix always puts them all the way out. But I, when I, that's what I asked. I was like, it's out. I thought it was like not even out yet. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's out and it's on uh, Netflix if right you would on. like to check it out. Um, all right, I've got two two more things. All right, okay. Cool. That sounds cool. good. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll be quick on this one. Uh, the movie Disenchanted just came out on oh, Disney yeah. Plus. And uh, before we watch that, I wanted to rewatch <clears throat> Enchanted mm-hmm. from 2007. So we did that. Have you seen Enchanted before? I love Enchanted. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like where your like Disney cutoff is. I feel like right. animated stuff less likely than non-animated. And this has portions of both. Right. But if this is a yeah. good quality thing. This is kind of like 21 Jump Street did, you know, Disney uh, animated stuff to me. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of yeah. like cheekiness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giselle, the uh, Disney princess in this movie, calls someone the Mexican Wolverine. It's funny. Exactly. It's hilarious. There's it's a, so good. There's a part she it's comes so out. She's like, "There's already come on the bed. There's already come on the bed, bro." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's like it was really but similar. But she sings it. Yeah, she sings it. It's delightful. Um, Enchanted is a, a movie where uh, I'm sure people know, but just in case, you know, I'm always worried about this. Uh, it's an animated princess, animated Disney princess, comes to the real world. Uh, you know, things stop getting polite, start getting real for her. Oh. And yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> and uh, she's in New York. Uh, she meets Patrick Dempsey's character. And uh, uh, yeah, they, they have a little adventure right. there. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, Disenchanted just came out. We are about like an hour and 15 minutes into mm, this okay. movie. And I hadn't even seen a trailer for Disenchanted. Neither so I didn't I. know what the movie was about. And then we were watching part of it tonight, and I said, oh, the movie's about this. And then literally 40 <laughs> seconds later, the movie tells you what it's about. It's like, oh. You're like, okay. I, like, barely beat her there, but I do feel like <laughs> I have accomplished something in my life. Uh, but, yeah, well played, so uh, Enchanted, uh, recommended, uh, Disenchanted, wait and see. But so far, I'm enjoying myself. Right I'm having a blast with that. I'm not really a fan of musicals, but there's something about, like, Disney where I'm just like, mm. it's, it's, you know, part of the DNA. And totally they kind of make fun of itself a little bit. Like, that's why that's why I kind of compared to, like, 21, 22 Jump Street. Like, uh, it's cheeky in that way where it's like they know that it's like all this princessness is silly in our real world and everything. Uh, and it has right. a really cool concept. So I love that first movie. I feel like this is kind of like Hocus Pocus 2. It's like a sequel that people wanted for a long time. And I'm like, is it too little too late? So I haven't been yeah. super excited about the new one, but I'm, I'm hopeful that it's good. So we'll certainly, I, I want to rewatch the original as well. I haven't seen it in years, but I really liked oh, it when yeah. it came out. I love Patrick Dempsey as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's always a sell for me, but right on, man, I'll have to check it out as well. I'm curious to see what, what you think when you finished it. Oh my God. Amy Adams. Oh, oh my God. She's great. Lovely. Lovely. I, I, she's so good. I, I forgot that she was in Arrival until I was like halfway mm. through Enchanted. I was like, oh, yeah, she was in this like major movie. Right. That I thought was like mostly just OK. Yeah, like, I was going to say, know, like, do you like Arrival? It's like OK. People I like really the idea, like it. But. I like the idea of it, but I was like, mm-hmm. ah, just, you know, OK. It's all right. It's, it's fine. It's, yeah. yeah. She was also Lois. Lois Lane. I know. So. I know. I got to do Now I got to go back to the beginning of the DCEU. I got to do a donk watch all over again. Oh, man. You got a lot I'm of donk watches. You, going. Just, just, just <laughs> looking at this. Uh, 
illustration of Lois Lane's butt, you know, just right. like reinvigorated me as a person. Uh, okay, Stephen, we d- we got to do it. Uh-huh. Um, we got to talk about it. I mean, it's in the name of the show from 2022, I've seen Don't Worry, Darling. Oh. Now, if you can refresh the listeners on your thoughts of this movie. Okay, no spoilies. No spoilies. Uh, no spoilies. Yes. Uh, I really like Olivia Wilde. I really like Booksmart, her her previous film. Booksmart, her previous film. Um, I was really looking forward to this one. I think that Florence Pugh and most of the actors think Harry Styles as well, but I think Florence Pugh is amazing. I feel like the story I really was just like not a fan of. I was very excited about it. I think it looks beautiful. It's acted pretty well. I think the story was really bonkers in a bad way for me. And uh, my wife and I both just didn't really care for it, uh, based on our expectations, partly. But uh, yeah, it just didn't didn't click with us. Okay, okay. Uh, Stephen, I like this movie uh, now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, it doesn't bring me joy to hey, disagree with you, but it's a, you know, it I, got, I got to keep it real. I, right, I, right. I didn't know what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing any trailers. I heard about all the controversy right. outside of the movie, but the movie itself, I had no idea. I knew s- some of the actors that were going to be in it, but um, Nick Kroll, uh, like bringing him back Nick Kroll, right. Chris Pine. Um, what, a, what a fucking hunk, man. Like, oh, man. He, it's not he fair good. that. The people like us exist when there's Chris Pine of the world, you know? It's like all the Chris's, man. The Hemsworths. Uh-huh. It's like you look at them and you're just like, wow, I look like a slab of cheese. Yeah. Goddamn. Mm. I'm like I a mean, monster. You know? I look like a good monster, but mm. but still. I've been left out no. of the sun for a little bit too long. Oh, no. Mm. No, I, during the winter, it's too much. I look like monster that's been left out in the sun too long. You look like a clump of uh, <laughs> this already is a, a clump of marshmallow that's in the center of a uh, a concrete. Oh, so you're sweet and delicious. Yeah, but you know, not that pretty to look at. Probably. Oh my god! You're right. Oh god, what was so bad? Is this good? Is it? It's late. It's, it's too late. <laughs> I'm just trying to denigrate both of us enough. Is that good? Oh, okay, cool. yeah. Got it. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't worry, darling. Uh, I, again, I didn't know what the story was, but as I was like sitting there like taking in the movie, oh, man, I was just so impressed with the... I don't know if it's her specifically. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Olivia Wilde, oh, okay. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, it, like, I know cinematography is involved, but mm-hmm. I don't know if she's involved with staging shots. Based on, like, Booksmart, Mm. Uh, that movie was directed the fuck out of like right. the cinematography on that was so great. I don't know if maybe she just carried the cinematographer over all that to say, I thought the movie looked great. Mm-hmm, like it does. the color choices were great. Uh, there was a, a point in the movie where, uh, you see Florence Pugh's hand on top of a diorama of a neighborhood mm. and it kind of traces the pathway there. I thought it looked beautiful. Um, Florence Pugh was fucking excellent oh, the entire God. time. She's amazing. Um, there's uh, sinister undertones of the the movie that I thought worked really well. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what the, the chasm is between us it's, on this. It's so hard because I can't spoil anything. So if we either do a spoiler right. episode or, or a partial spoiler episode about it, or if we talk off air, yeah. uh, I can explain it more. But it, 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 well, it just it, just say what happens at the end. OK, so that's not a spoiler then, right? Yeah. OK, anyway. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, I should hold it back. I'll hold it back. Okay, uh, okay, okay. But it's hard to explain. Um, 
because everything like, you could say like everything's great like the production design the costume design is gorgeous yeah. the cinematography is gorgeous um, i think she did direct the hell out of this movie again i just uh you just break down that story to like its base levels and i just didn't care for like the way it went i i don't know the stepper wise movies i know people compared this to that apparently that's kind of like a a different take on a similar this is obviously a different take on that similar idea of just kind of like this weird suburbia something's wrong with the women something's going on you know um Mm -hmm. and there's i'm curious to see other versions of that um i just didn't like where this one led so without spoiling it it's kind of hard but um Mm -hmm. but yeah just the the places it went i i i I went this way i went left and it went right and i was like wait a second what okay and then i just didn't like it and in particular i would say i'm very curious for you i i really like watching trailers after a movie as well to be like all right now that i have seen that what sold that movie like whether Mm -hmm. good or bad right and in particular not only was i really excited for this movie because it was like a follow-up to book smart and how these great people and blah 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 it is one of my favorite trailers in the last 10 years it is oh, wow. okay. so good. And so yeah. when the movie came out and it was it just was different than I expected, it was like really disappointing. And mm-hmm. I didn't I, I went I thought of different things it might have done and then the, it, whatever. So I'm curious for you to rewatch that trailer now or watch it alone, you know, whatever at all and uh, and see what you think. Now, you know, and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, it was just really well. It's just like well made. Like the music is fucking stellar. The the editing is. Oh, my God. The pacing of that trailer is just beautiful. It's so good. So that really sold me so much, you know? Yeah. And then like yeah. Ross talked about it too. Uh, your friend and, and, and frequent guest and stuff, I, either off here mm-hmm. or on that show that he was on recently that he too was like, you know, he didn't have many expectations going into it and it was great. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that really would have changed it. That does. That's what expectations do to you sometimes. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Let's talk off air. I'm so curious. Okay. All right. Right. Okay. On. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get to listen to that one, listener. <laughs> but we do have our text thread. Uh, it's available. Oh, yeah. Uh, feel free to dox us. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Most of the stuff is purposely misspelled. You know? It's purposeful. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I text how I talk. Uh, um, right on, man. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, boy, that knocked out a lot of my list. Great. I mean, there's other stuff I've got on there, but that's like the bulk of the stuff that right. I wanted to discuss with you, you know? So, well, that's great, man. I feel like we good, did a yeah. pretty good job today of, uh, of doing Same. a bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I'm going to go ahead and read off our little things real quick. So please rate and review okay. us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is appreciated. Let your friends know so they can find us as well. All the info to contact us is in the show notes as usual, but there's a new change. Because when you follow Steven, you can only follow him on Letterboxd. So Steven deleted his Twitter. Oh, my God. I'm out of here, Elon. I'm fucking out. You and ruined you it. use Twitter so often. I used to. Yeah. I deleted it off my apps for, uh, off my phone and stuff and my iPad for a few days to see what it felt mm-hmm. like. <laughs> mm-hmm. It felt good. You know? This is <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta, I just put the tip in to see how it yeah. feels, you know? Pull the tip yeah. out, really. Yeah. And it felt better, I got to say. So I, I left mine in the freezer. I, you know, I got too excited over those popsicles. And I was just what? like, well, I guess this just stays here. Di- what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, you sick fuck. Oh, you. Okay. God, yeah. Elon, you did it again. Yeah. This is what he, he, he's just dividing everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't follow me on there anymore. Um, okay. Uh, I've tr- I'm trying some others, but I really am just like, I'm not really, I'm, I'm on Instagram more, but I don't have my yeah. Instagram on here usually. You might be able to find me. Who cares? Um, <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> and I, I want to be more active on like letterboxd. I don't really like the okay. social media aspect of social media. 
I like the content <laughs> of social media sometimes, but I don't want to interact with people really. I feel like maybe you like websites. Maybe oh, that's I your love thing, websites. You know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's just me and the site. Do you have a website account? Ooh. You should get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I might. I might. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the, yeah, I have 30 days to change my mind, but I feel like I'm not gonna. I mean, like, I'm just but, done with it. My feed has gotten horrible. Almost everybody I followed left. And uh, uh, I followed a lot of artists and stuff, and a lot of them just went to Instagram, so it's easy enough to follow mm-hmm. them there. And some of the political people I follow, I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. they have Substacks or podcasts and stuff. So I'm like, I'm, I'm oh good. Oh, my God. So the sub stacks, holy shit, that came out of nowhere. Oh my god, it's exploding. It's just, you have that's, to pay for uh, almost all of them. That's what sucks. <laughs> yeah. So it's like $7.50 per month for right, the it's bulk like of them. streaming service for like one person's blog, essentially. And I'm like, you know, Disney's like six dollars, yeah. right? But yeah. Yeah. It's like, know. couldn't I just pay seven if I gotta pay seven fifty? Right. Can I not just do that and get access to everyone's stuff? <laughs> like, like I, yeah. a lot of comic creators have oh, yeah. gone to Substack for uh, like process stuff or just like talking about making comics or whatever. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Right. What's this? An intense barrier to entry, <laughs> dollar wise and access wise. I don't know about nope. this. I don't think so. It's no. so difficult. We're in such a hard time with like artists and creators and getting actual mm-hmm. paid and stuff. It's like I have no problem. Like, do they deserve that much money? Sure. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a steal, really. Except in the marketplace of other services that offer me so much more, I can't I can't pay everybody ten dollars like I want to. <laughs> yeah. Airborne Toxic yeah. Event, my favorite band, they have a thing called Medici. It's like their own website and app now, and it's like mm-hmm. they're trying to. I think they're going to try to spread it out to other artists. That's why they named it something different. But essentially, it's like ten dollars a month, and there's like special shows only only members get invited to. There's special merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like there's Zoom meetings with the lead singer, and he'll explain songwriting and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's really cool. And I'm, I'm like one of their biggest fans, but I'm like, I can't pay you $10 every month. Like, yeah, God damn. Like, that's a lot. So it's a, it's so it hard is. to judge as a, uh, as an artist, as a, as wanting to support your artist, you know? So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to do and right here now. we are paying over $30 Listen, every month to do this podcast. We're doing that. We don't have enough money to spread it to other people. All right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the hey, Substack, calm yeah. down a little bit. Some of us right. are paying to make our own podcast. Please. Yeah. And then you get the Elon Musk of the world who just on a whim spend forty four billion dollars and it's like, all right, yeah, that's yeah, you should be paying these fucking people ten dollars mm-hmm. to you know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. I digress what I'm is off this app? I really like birds. <laughs> it's the bird app. I don't know. I, I think I will buy it. Yes. <sighs> that was a really good impression. That's one of your best. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. of fart noises. He, Elon Musk sounds like aged cottage cheese to me. Allegedly. That's how that's how I get that's how I get his voice down. It's you pretty know? good. Yeah. You put your headspace in there and you got it, man. I mm-hmm. like it. Absolutely. I'm a fan of that. Well, I had a blast today, man. I know we didn't have a main theme. I felt good about it. I'm glad we got a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff out of our systems and into the world. Same. Hopefully we've made some good recommendations. Uh, I certainly got some from you and uh, I forgot what I already said. So on that <laughs> note, I think. I'll... Wait, 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 wait. Before you sign off, <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> we should tell the listeners what we're doing on the next episode. Oh, my God. Bro, we stuff. should do. Uh, yeah. Let's do that thing. So, like you said, we don't have a theme for this episode that you just heard. Like if, like if that was a revelation to you, like when Steven (laughs) said it just a minute ago, then like you're not been paying attention. Yeah, Uh, 
Maybe we failed. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll double what we pay to SoundCloud and Zoom. Um, but on the next episode, we do have a theme, and we've got an annual theme that we like to do here called Asian Pop Culture. And for the main topic next episode, we're going to discuss the 2000 film Battle Royale. Oh, man, I'm excited. Battle Royale. Have you seen it? Battle Royale. I've not seen it. Uh, there have uh, been, like, comics and stuff where... Mm. I see creators talk about it, and they're like, it's like Battle Royale meets mm-hmm, whatever. Right, you right. Know? Uh, Marvel had this series a while back called something that I've forgotten, but I'll mm. try to look it up for the next episode. That's a long title. It, yeah, it was very long. It's like, right. hey, you can make it an acronym, guys? Mm-hmm. Jesus, come on. You have a whole department devoted to that shit. Anyway, uh, it was a, a series that took a lot of the younger uh, superhero characters threw them on an island uh, and they had like a battle royale okay. type of scenario they had to go through. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, it was it was cool. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's a cool idea. <laughs> what is this battle royale? What, what it's like a touchstone type right. of uh, storytelling that's in the zeitgeist that uh, I right. I've been meaning to check out. So here we are, nearly twenty two years after right. the film's release, that we're going to watch it and discuss it. But no, I've never seen it. How oh about you? man, I'm very excited. I've seen it twice. I think. Um, have you really? Right? Yeah, I have. Um, years ago, been a long time, but I think I first saw it around because I heard about it. Um, another movie that's like a is a Hunger Game. Hunger Games is basically Battle mm-hmm. Royale. And um, but it's a whole different kind of premise. I, I feel like they're so different that I, I consider them, you know, whatever. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. And it's like any time travel or not time travel. Any like anybody reliving a day is like Groundhog Day. But it's like it's a cool right. new genre, whatever. Right. Throwing yeah. kids on an island and pitting them against each other is a new genre. And it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm excited to, to watch this with you. We uh, put it, put off the Asian pop culture episode on accident. And I'm glad you had reminded mm-hmm. me of it this year because I love doing them every year so you reminded both of us i'm so glad you reminded both of us to remind myself to remind <laughs> you so that we wouldn't forget brent yeah who even knows who reminded anybody you know it's, and it just it, feels good not, we're doing it's it it's not important who reminded who it's not important all that matters is that we're going to discuss this movie on the next episode <laughs> of let's talk about stuff now yeah uh it it's streaming in some weird places for you listeners so this is as of this episode's recording but it's on like hoopla so if you've got oh, a, yeah. uh, a a digital library service mm-hmm. you might check that to see if it's there it's on canopy for free it's on pluto tv it's on plex uh freebie uh voodoo right. tubi so some of these places have ads uh but regardless uh we hope that you'll watch yeah, it and then, uh, listen to the subsequent episode oh, of Let's Talk about stuff as we discuss it uh, and we'll have some other asian based pop culture stuff to discuss as well i'm so excited yeah absolutely man yeah. uh i know you'll have some i might be able to pick up some as well we'll see but it mm-hmm. should be a good episode so uh come join us for that watch battle royale and then come listen to us chat about it so yeah. that'll be a lot of fun man all right well until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later I had something. I, just, I, I never do, I so I just, <laughs> I'm already asleep. <laughs> One, two, three, record. Oh, yeah. And it was then that the two dogs were recording the podcast. <laughs>
so accurate. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve and I, uh, I feel like I need to issue an apology. Uh-oh. Um, you know, it's not something that comes up too often because I'm just, God, I'm just, I'm right about things so mm-hmm, often. Mm-hmm, you are. Never, uh, long-time listeners know I've never flubbed up or slurred <laughs> my speech on the show. <laughs> Steven's laughing at a separate thing. He just yeah, thought I just of, uh, yeah, he was thought of an episode of Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. Oh, you man. Know? He was just laughing about that. So yeah. many. Um, but uh, I do feel like I need to issue an apology to the color yellow, <gasps> Stephen. Uh, I've not really mentioned this on the show, mm-hmm. but for a long time, ever since I was a wee lad, a mere ninety-four years ago. Oh wow! Uh, I've I've never really been partial to the color yellow. Mm. It's never really done anything for me. It's one of the primary colors as well, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 there. It's a classic. It's an all-timer. Right. You know, it's in the McDonald's logo. Mm. other things you know it's everywhere Mm -hmm. you can't not see yellow it's part of culture um but it's never really appealed to me Mm -hmm. until recently where like true yellow has really stood out to me where it's like eye-poppingly just brilliant and gorgeous Mm -hmm. like it really hit me uh recently where metallica just dropped a new single called lux eterna and mm-hmm. the cover of their new album, which I think is called like 72 Seasons, uh, it has like yellow, like that's the main color with like black imagery over the it's top of it. interesting for them. It looks fucking gorgeous. Oh, man. Like, I, it just, like the, the color choices there are just, oh my God, I love it so much, you know? And uh, so I just want to take this time to formally apologize to the color yellow. Mm. I'm sorry for mistreating you. Uh, and I'm not talking about like traffic sign yellow. Not that. That's bullshit. That's like school bus yellow. <laughs> Nobody needs that, you know? I wonder connotation still. I wondered if you were seeing like, you know, the yellow light and the red light, yellow mm-hmm. light, green light scenario. And if you're like, ooh, my God, that oh. just looks so gorgeous. I've never paid attention to this color before. <laughs> I, I always simply speed through it. <laughs> so the red or green in my eyes. Right. And honestly, even the red is sometimes green. You're like, I thought uh, it was just no. slurring through other colors when I was going so fast. I didn't realize yeah. it was actually another color there. Yeah, I thought it was just like a transitional phase. It was a bending of the light that uh, was affecting things. But uh, but no, there, there's something about Euling, Euling, using yellow, mm. true yellow, as a graphic element that just, oh my God, it's just fucking gorgeous, you know? It could really pop. Like the, I'm looking at this Metallica album, totally looks rad. Mm. It's that contrast yeah. that you get with yeah. yellow, but it's not white. It's like a, a bright you know, but it's there's so mm-hmm. it's so classic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me think of like Kill Bill, you know, like that that yes, classic, like yeah. the yellow with like black stripes and red blood mm-hmm. splatters. Just looks yeah. killer. So yeah, yeah, Biller, <laughs> Killer Biller, <laughs> same word. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's just fucking get into it. What do you say? So Killer Biller. Wow, Stephen, I'm telling you, just. On top of things, you know. I don't know. Uh, killer top Biller. Of that one. Oh, I, I think you were. Oh, killer thanks. Biller to sink mm. on three. One, two, three. Killer, killer Biller. Biller, dude. Oh, man. Hey, Andy. Hey, Bill. Sorry, man. We're here to kill you, brother. <laughs> hey, dude. You're fine, you know. But first, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to go, you know? Like, honestly, I couldn't even argue with that. You can't. L P A N 